Okay, welcome to episode 100 of From the Valley podcast. I'm your host, Tim Wilshire. We've got uh, where it all began is today. Today, marks, it marks uh, a year and a half that I've been doing this, the 100th episode and also the 20th year at CTBS. And here uh, we have a special guest uh, who was there on the very first episode. His name's Murray Sutherland. He's the president of the Valley Chamber of Commerce. And uh, he's coming online right now. G'day, Murray. How are you? To see if you yeah, can hear me. Just thumbs okay. up. Yep. Good. I can hear you fine. Yeah, okay. yep. I think so. It's just a little bit light, but I'll see if I can just turn the volume up a little bit. Um, yeah, no worries. Just seems a little bit light, but uh, that's okay. Just speak again now, Murray. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well. How are you going? Yep, that's very, very clear. All good. So episode 100 of From the Valley podcast today. This is part of that uh, episode, Murray. Um, Excellent. Achievement. I remember uh, doing number one with you. Yeah, so number one. That's right. So that's why I've got you on number 100 as well. So uh, I just want to go back to sort of where we started. I just wanted to, I was trying to think of a way to what was the most appropriate sort of thing to do when it, when it comes to episode 100 and had a few different ideas. But at the end of the day, it's always good to go back to where you started. And uh, obviously, without the Valley Chamber of Commerce, wouldn't, this podcast series wouldn't have happened. Uh, and, it's, and it's obviously been, uh, um, you know, to the support of, of uh, the president, yourself, uh, Murray Sutherland, and, and uh, your board for, I uh, guess, uh, we've had a lot of great guests on over the 100 episodes. Uh, we've had, I think this is the third time we've had you on, but we've had a few other special episodes in there as well, uh, which you may have been involved in. But uh, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting, uh, this is the goal I sort of set out when I started two years, do 100 episodes. And uh, here we are in yep. May 2020, sort of coincides also with 20 years working here at Confidential Tax and Business Services. It just happened this early, the start of this month. So, uh, a lot right, of well, congratulations to you guys. Yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I guess this COVID nineteen and what's been happening, I guess the last weeks it's uh, sort of uh, been very, very. I guess a bit of a shock to the system for a lot of people. Um, there's been a couple of podcasts, obviously, that I've done already where we've spoken to people about how they've been affected and, and whatnot. But you, as the president of the Valley Chamber of Commerce, uh, tell us what's been happening. In uh, where do you want to start with the, the Valley Chamber or, or your work? I guess. Oh, look, either or is fine, but I mean, I guess leading in from a general perspective, I mean, you know, it's it's very obvious to everyone out there that this is, you know, a massive disaster, um, you know, and it's something that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of very successful businesses that have, uh, you know, borne the brunt or, uh, of this whole COVID uh, scenario. And, um, and look, it's unfortunate. Um, it exists. There's nothing we can do about it um, at this point in time. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, as many businesses as they can are trying to pivot and change and, um, you know, and adjust where they can. Um, look, the reality of it is some businesses it will be too late for. So, um, and won't survive, but uh, certainly there's a lot out there that are, you know, uh, changing and adapting the way they're doing business. I think, you know, if there is an upside, which is a big struggle to, to say there's an upside, but I think, you know, what will probably come out of this is that a lot of businesses will have reinvented the way that they actually um, work. Not, not only in terms of clients or sales or, or operations, but also how they manage the staff. Um, you know, and I think um, it's forced a lot of businesses to, um, you know, with, with staff working from home that probably would never have 
thought about doing that in the new year years. So, I mean, um, yeah, there is an upside to those sorts of things, but certainly, you know, uh, not from a, you know, the, the, the downside is certainly outweighs the upside in, in my view right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll sort of start how it's affecting you, I guess, at more of a personal or business level. Because um, I know that obviously what you do in business, you do a lot of marketing uh, when it comes to events and different, uh, you know, invo- you know, uh, Kinetic is involved in yeah. running festivals. And uh, yeah. there's been obviously, it would have had to have been quite a few cancellations that you would have had to endure. And I guess tell us a bit about that and, and what you've had to do in your business. Oh, look, there's just no other way to describe it. It's been horrendous um, for me and my business. And, um, you know, the reality of it is, you know, we, we have basically have two very, two different components to our business. One is our major events and festivals. And, you know, by definition, that's the first thing that gets wiped and probably going to be the last thing that uh, gets reinstated back in the community. So um, all our major uh, festivals and events are mass gatherings. So we specialise in, in big um, street festivals and all that type of thing. Um, so the reality of it is, and they're also um, not essential. So um, these are events that are, you know, essentially fun. They're, they're designed to uh, bring communities together. Um, so the reality of those, yeah, I spent two weeks when this crisis unfolded doing cancellation budgets to uh, clients. And I personally, or Kinetic has personally lost um, nine festivals and major events out of that, plus many other smaller events and activations that we had in the pipeline. So um, it's just the reality, they were wiped instantly. So um, where that left me was, uh, I still have a creative side to my business. So where we do traditional advertising, marketing, um, design and creative, and that's sort of initially how Kinetic started off as well. Um, so, you know, what all these- sort of changed anything in that side of the business then? Uh, to tell us a bit about what you've changed, I guess, where, where you can control a few things and uh, I guess how that's going. Yeah, I mean, look, the creative side of it, as I said, it's, it's a, a small, much smaller part of our revenue that stands on its own. So we did a lot of creative work that were linked to festivals. So, yeah. um, so we not only lost the event management side of it, but we lost all the marketing components that were linked to the festivals. So what it left was, you know, sort of three or four clients that I'm working on at the moment that, you know, we still do straight creative that have no link to events and festivals. Um, and those, those clients and what we're working on hasn't changed. So we're still doing branding, creative, marketing, um, you know, all sorts of you know, packaging design, but it, it is a very um, reduced um, component to our business and, and probably 90% of our revenue is linked to our festivals and events. So, um, you know, it, it's enough there that keeps um, myself and, and, and one other busy in the business, in, in the business. but it, it has. It's taken a baseball back to what we've done and we've just got to work through it and um, do the best we can right now under, under difficult circumstances. So, um, yeah, we, were, we have definitely been uh, hit very hard by this. Yeah, obviously being an account, we've had lots of different clients that have, you know, there's quite a, there's a massive number actually when you look at the overall numbers as to people that have been affected greatly, you know, by these, um, by what's happened when it comes to yep. COVID-19. It's, it's been massive and, you know, mm. entertainment industry is certainly taken, going to take a massive hit for the duration of the year. Um, oh, great. It's, it's just horrific when it comes to that. There's just so many different festivals and different events and, and, mm. uh, people playing at the pub, um, yep. all those, those types of things are just, are just mm. not going to happen for quite a, maybe a little while. So um, I agree. it's just going to take, it looks like it's slow steps to get back to, to where we were. Um, yep. And then by that stage, you know, which businesses are going to be going to survive the strong survive. 
um, mm. changing models, changing the way things are done, being able to keep the staff there ready in case we do be able to, you know, can we can, can we sort of mm. get going again? Is what the government providing us going to yeah. be enough to, to, um, to be able to survive to that point? I mean, things like JobKeeper are great. Um, cash flow boost or whatever, all those things are fairly good and certainly much needed. And we're talking, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases for each business. Um, yeah. It's quite a lot, but at the end of the day, it's probably mm. wiped, there's more revenue that's been wiped away. Um, yeah. so it's, 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 it's certainly a, a struggle, but you know, we, yeah, it's, it's, I sort of don't like to be in the, um, you know, some, I'm obviously in the shoes that I'm here to help these types yeah. of businesses try to access what they can when it comes to JobKeeper, when it comes to, um, to cash flow boost. And yeah, it's, just, there's no end to how many clients are affected from what I can see. It's yeah. Yeah. Look, I think the government's, you know, under the circumstances, I mean, you know, as we keep using the, the statement there, it's unprecedented time. So, I mean, there is no manual to go to when these things unfold. Um, so, you know, any government either side of, of politics would have been under enormous strain, um, trying to work out how to, um, first of all, assess, secondly, um, you know, understand an action plan uh, or create an action plan, and then thirdly, actually implement the plan. So, you know, that's a huge task in itself. Um, and as I said, there's no rule book as to how this um, gets delivered. So I think given those circumstances, you know, pretty much all governments have, have responded, I think, you know, fairly well. Um, However, as I keep coming back to saying, is that it's just simply going to be too late, even though it's been fairly swift, um, for some businesses to survive. And I mean, you know, there will be, you know, certainly a lot of businesses that would have been struggling out there in the first place. Um, you know, and just that, that, that initial whack from, from COVID would just be enough to initially, you know, or instantly wipe them out. So um, even though and then there's others that would be, you know, doing it tough, but they can probably see their, themselves surviving through to the um, government incentives when they kick in in physical cash. So, um, you know, we're going to see a lot more fallout, I think, going forward. I think it hasn't even scratched the surface, unfortunately. And I think, um, you know, those businesses that seem to have, you know, it's sort of uh, fairly broad um, services or, or products that they uh, deliver or, or can provide, then they'll probably be in a better place. But the ones that are, you know, there are some that are just purely linked to um, the result of COVID-19's fallout, simple as that. I mean, I know of a couple other uh, major events companies that um, that's all they do is purely events um, and literally, you know, close their doors the week that the announcement was made. Um, every single project was deleted. Mm. So you know, I think um, bunker on in. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a long haul. I think for the next uh, you know six, eight, whatever it is, twelve months. None of us really know. Mm. So I guess the Valley Chamber of Commerce. I think we had we did have an event on sort of the end of February. We obviously cancelled the last couple of meet and mingles and any other events that were yeah. planned over yeah. the last two to three three months. Um, I guess, it's, is it hard to predict at this stage when, I guess, events will start again for the Valley Chamber? Is it still pretty too hard to predict or do you have a bit of a, a time frame in mind for what you think might might be a good time? No, I don't think it's hard. I think it's impossible because yeah. at, the, at the moment, um, you know, we are certainly 100% governed by uh, the government restrictions. So, as I say, you know, even if it was a gathering of, of 30 or 40 people, um, you know, and obviously a lot of our meet and mingles, you know, we get up to 200, 220 people at some of the bigger ones and down to smaller ones that'll be sort of, I don't think we've done one under about 80 people in, in a long, long time. So, 
know, those numbers are still considered to be mass gatherings. Yeah. Um, but I do think, obviously, the government will, you know, eventually restrict, uh, uh, lift the restrictions. I think they're talking about there's an education plan in place there at the moment to get kids rolling back into school. So, you know, all of these things will take priority, and as they, as they should. I mean, you know, kids' education, my kids are at home schooling at the moment, and kind of feel like that's a bit debatable, whether they're just filling in time or really learning a lot. But look, the sooner they get back into school, um, or all the kids get back to school, we know that's going to be better for everyone. Um, but to answer your question, no, we have no visibility in terms of times. Um, you know, and uh, certainly our hands are tied um, based on the restrictions, um, you know, that are in place at the moment. So um, if I was to tell you what I'd like to probably happen, best case, it'd be nice if we kind of, be starting to do these things at the back end of the year but look i mean i've got no idea like anyone else has to be honest it becomes hard i mean there's a lot of you know at one stage the the chamber had you know 30 to 40 events per year um, yep. that it was doing so it's hard to know yeah. how many will get in yeah. um, whether you'll do a, a street festival mm. you know it's, it's hard these things are hard to predict um, based, on, based on the current environment. And I guess everyone's just itching to get out there and see one mm. another as well. And uh, we've had to yeah. sort of do it in this sort of manner now. We're using you know, programs like Zoom a lot for, you know, group sort of uh, meetings. Mm. Um, I'm not, have you been using Zoom much in the last six weeks? Uh, I guess you have. Yeah, yeah, I have. All of our board meetings have been uh, via Zoom as well. So, um, you know, I've been uh, doing a lot on, you know, sort of professional meetings. But, you know, I'll, I'll talk about on a on the fun side of things, um, uh, me and mates have been having, uh, you know, online barbecues together and cooking. So, I mean, you know, we all get onto face, I think it's Facebook, um, FaceTime mate, um, you know, and there's yeah. Yeah, six and seven of us all link up, um, keep our phones. We all go and cook meals together, um, a few mm. drinks and a few meals, and it's just a different way of having a barbecue uh, with your mates. You know, it's actually been quite fun, but again, so, you know, how many of those have done? Oh, three so far. So, been good, been really good. Um, so, you know, would we have been doing that beforehand? Probably not. So, um, you know, it's sort of forcing you to definitely think about things differently. Um, my youngest daughter specifically, she will work on Zoom um, with all of her school friends. So, you know, whilst there's probably limited uh, contact from teachers, she will load up every morning. She sits there um, and does her uh, homeschooling with all of her school friends. So at least they can be sharing information if they're not sure how something works. Um, you know, she's in grade five. So, I mean, you know, these, these are kids that are, you know, working working ways and means around still keeping in contact with their, you know, their friends at this point in time, but also, um, I guess, utilising that to help um, self-educate themselves peer-to-peer. So, it's, it's those are the things that are good. One other point I'll probably make is um, the fitness industry. What a transformation that's gone through. Um, I was yeah. only reading some data yesterday on the amount of people that were had gym memberships. Um, it's 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 just astronomical. Um, so the gyms that are reinventing themselves to do all these online, um, you know, uh, training courses is great. I mean, I do one myself most mornings with Fitstop. Um, you know, yeah. and the way that they set that up is incredible. Like they'll have fifty people all being trained in one class, um, all online, and it's brilliant. It really, is very good. Yeah, that's no, really good. I mean, I, I with the gym stuff. I mean, I, uh, I bought, went to Kmart, spent about a couple hundred bucks, and got all this stuff uh, to, to work out from home, basically uh, mats yeah. and uh, a TRX, which you can hang into a pole, um, yeah. uh, medicine balls, um, uh, 
you know, um, yeah, no, all the different, a few different weight types, weights, and yeah, it's, it's you can, you know, it's good to have the area at home so I can, I can do that sort of workout. So I've been keeping up to date. I've been starting to go do some walking as well, which I'm starting to get Absolutely. back into, and and doing some, you know, ninety minute walks just to keep keep a bit keep the flow going. Can't really sort of run anymore um, mm. with the with my knees and stuff, but. Um, yeah, no, it's certainly enjoying being a bit of exercise and just keeping out there uh, yeah. and keeping sort of active. Um, so yeah, what, I've been doing the same thing. I've been doing a lot more walking as well. It's pushed me mm. into doing that. I mean, if you just sit there at home and you go stir crazy. So, I mean, for your own mental health in this situation, it's very important to get out and, you know, be able to have a bit of fresh air and, and you know, sort of think think about how things all are at the moment. So um, one other quick point as well is the, the um, bike industry, bike sector. I mean, you know, they'll be the beneficiary out of all of this. And, you know, 99 bikes and brands like that who are going absolutely gangbusters because, again, it's forcing people to get out where they, you know, ordinarily may not have done that. Um, you know, and apparently what I've been told is they cannot sell enough bikes right now. Well, that's really good for the bike. And I was thinking of, I needed to get another bike again now, but because I did get one from 99 bucks a couple of years ago that's now no longer mm. around. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, it didn't, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, uh, the shops have been really busy though. Every time I sort of got, a lot of the times when I go to the shops, they just seem really busy at the moment. Have you found that? Yeah, I reckon definitely in the last week, things have become a lot busier. I think um, probably just before that, it was pretty dead. And even on finding the streets are uh, starting to, you know, definitely become busier and, and trying to find car no, parks. Many of the grocery parks. shops are really busy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also the queues that you, the, with the social distancing, it's it's probably forcing the, um, you know, the length of time, you know, to get in and out of a shop has increased dramatically. Um, but, you know, that's just because of the slowed up process due to distancing. But again, you know, it's just part of life right now that we've got to, got to work through. Yeah. So uh, what about, so the other uh, people that you've spoken to in the Valley Chamber, I guess the board and that, how, how they've also been affected by what's going on? Have they sort of... Um, what, what, is there, what are some other comments and feelings that you've sort of uh, heard or seen or... Um, I guess that uh, yeah I mean look you know it's a bit of a mixed bag across our board you know some of them uh, definitely have, you know had uh, copped a beating and some of them have um, you know adjusted in the way that they operate I mean I don't particularly want to speak specifically on no. behalf of any of the board members no. business um, outcomes because I don't know them in that much detail but look broadly speaking um, you know some have uh, definitely taken you know a hit like myself um, yep. and then others are sort of you know just manoeuvring through the process and um, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously being forced to change in the way they operate as well. So, um, you know, one probably comment I can make is uh, Amanda Cooper, the vice president, um, you know, running uh, RACQ Bank. I mean, banking would be a, a difficult industry just to pick up, I'm assuming, and just go and work from home. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, they've certainly, um, you know, from what Amanda tells me, it's been quite an amazing experience and it's, it's, you know, it all working generally fairly well. But, you know, depends on what industry and what sector you're in. Um, so I certainly know Victoria Park with Jess. I mean, you know, obviously event-based um, business up there. Um, you know, she, she's done an amazing job of taking the initiative of going to uh, the hospital across the road and uh, um, allowing them to set up in their free areas there um, COVID uh, testing stations and areas and things like that. So, um, you know, thinking about different initiatives and how people can still engage is, is definitely important. Um, Alfie from One Three Cabs, I mean, they're 
you know, campaigns that I've been seeing out there because, you know, uh, transport industry is definitely, you know, a way down due to the fact that people aren't travelling. But what I've seen with them with their um, uh, advertising campaign called One Three Things right now. So, you know, come and get a cab to come and pick stuff up for you and drop things off and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, ultimately, these are the types of businesses that are looking at different ways of, um, you know, altering the way that they work and, and trying to look for, you know, extra or different revenue streams uh, during the difficult times. So prior to, did you work much from home prior to this or is this only is, you did? Yeah, so it, the, the modelling in terms of me working from home and in an office has not really bothered me one bit because, I mean, yep. um, generally I would work probably half my week at home and half my week in an office. So, um, you know, so from from that communication point of view um you know it's uh it's not really had a huge effect on me from that end but i have to tell you i missed the going out because i have a lot of meetings with clients like i mean i haven't had a meeting with a client in a boardroom for probably 10 years um so you know when my clients want to meet they all want to go to a cafe for coffee or they want to yeah. go to a bar for beer or they want to go out for a nice big lunch um yeah. that's how my business works in terms of um, client relationships and communication. Um, yeah. That part of it has become, well, it's probably not difficult. It's just more, you know, I miss that part of it because that's where you get the interaction and, you know, and the, the social side of it. But from a pure technical operations point of view, no, it, it has not had any effect from that. It's just, just purely from a revenue perspective. Yeah, I mean, I've, I never really used to work from home, to be honest, until the last six weeks. I'm probably now working 50-50, so working... Yeah. Two, two to three days from home and two to three days in the office. And that's usually just because we've got 15 staff here. Um, most yeah. people have got their own offices. Um, yeah. I've got a good, good setup now at home. I only sort of had that good setup, I guess, start of April. Um, yeah. I've got a new system. So I could just basically, it's as fast working from home as it is here in the office. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do do like it. It's, it's good. And obviously yeah. you get to spend, a, I mean, spending a bit more time with the wife. Uh, if she's at home or whatever, but um, um, yeah. that way. So yeah, it's, it seems to work okay, and it's just it's just where I guess the future of of my work will probably be like that. It'll be you know quite a bit yeah. of working from home, I think, or you know. Yeah. Uh, as well, I think from a um, you know from a routine point of view, I mean, you know, everyone's uh, work situation is very different, but I still think it's important to get up, get dressed for the day, you know, and start exactly. work. I mean, you know, not you know, just my personal opinion, but I mean, getting up and rolling around in your pajamas until eleven o'clock and you know working that way, I think is um, you know, is, is something that will potentially create um, a negative effect. But if you're getting up and, and working like you would normally, yeah. um, and trying to get into that mindset, I think is very important. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, yeah, it's 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 obviously can, it's a bit different for some people working from home. That's for sure, and I've found it. Um, I'm sort of getting used to it, but it's it's certainly um, I'm going to see a future in that um, for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, um, what else? Any other news about anything else going on uh, around the traps, um, Murray, with um, the Valley Chamber or yeah. anything else that uh, you that you had that yeah yeah. So we've been looking at the chamber in terms of, you know, what we can deliver for members and, and value. I mean, obviously, you know, we've still got our members there that are, have been loyal to the chamber for a long time. And um, I mean, we're very conscious of the fact that, you know, there's nothing being delivered at the moment. And as I said, it's not the chamber's fault or, or members' fault at all. But, um, you know, what we will be doing is making sure that everyone's membership is extended um, out for the period of time that we can't uh, effectively deliver events in, in a program. So... Um, that, that time will get um, added to the back end when memberships uh, are due for renewal. 
Um, and so really all we can do is, you know, try and extend that, that value for money on the membership fees. Um, and we're also about to start doing or have started doing um, member profiles and things like that as well. So, um, you know, which is something that you're heavily involved in with Meet the Member. Um, so yeah, we just talk about that in, in this podcast as well, uh, the Meet the Member. I think it's, it's still a great idea and pretty, maybe we need to start doing that series on something like Zoom or something. I'm, I'm not... Uh, yep. rather than rather than face to face um it's a, yeah mm. i guess it's something because i've been i guess mm. my sort of work has been really busy since um since covid because of trying to understand all these things that the, the government are bringing in and it's the yep. different changes um there's been a you know obviously that's something i haven't certainly forgotten about but i think we should probably um start maybe maybe doing these uh you know before the end of this month i reckon it'd be a good idea to maybe start doing yeah, these uh, member profiles and meet the member type things. So um, yep. I might send you a bit of a, some mm. emails, some suggestions on how we can get that started, but I think that'd be a great idea. And um, yep. anything that you'd like, because obviously you're the president and Amanda's got a bit of input in this. Um, uh, mm. That way I think we can sort of get the series, you know, going and, and keep this sort of um, mm. podcast alive. I mean, I'm not saying that my particular series is going to come to a complete end, but now that I've done 100 episodes, it's you get to a point. Yeah. There might be a few, but um, there might be as regular. Um, yeah. I, don't think, uh, I don't think it'll be as regular. I've got a few other different mm. podcast ideas as well for other things, but um, mm -hmm. but for, for the Valley Chamber, I think the Meet the Member thing is, is, is going to be mm. Um, yeah, we'll certainly get started on that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it's very positive, and I think it's definitely keeps the communication channels going between people that want to talk to people. Um, you know, and there's some fantastic people out there with a lot of knowledge and um, a lot of experience in business and, and generally. And I mean, I think not only hearing about how they operate and run their own businesses, but also how they're adapting to the current times as well. And I think you know this this whole forced adaption you know scares the the hell out of some people I and mean, it probably does it to me as well a bit but then there's others that are you know really embracing it so I think you know learning and hearing how different people um, are implementing different strategies to uh, pivot their business and I think you know this is certainly a platform um, an initiative that the VCC um, can uh, you know work in conjunction with yourself to deliver to the members I think it's a fantastic um, idea and initiative to get going on so um, the other thing is to Social media, we're also, you know, starting to profile more members on social media. So, um, you know, making sure that, you know, we've got members, their profiles going out and all that type of thing, um, you know, in amongst updates to the COVID uh, virus situation. But just want to keep profiling, talking to people, keep the communication going. Um, and at this, this point in time, that's really all we can do in a positive fashion and, and share the information, um, which uh, is what we're trying to do. No, I completely agree. Uh, I guess the biggest thing that's sort of missing out of the last six weeks is there's been no sport to watch on TV. It's just been, you know, Shocker. it's been crazy that we haven't had to, there's so many different sports that, that, that I like to watch at this time of the year, whether it's the yeah. AFL, the NRL, um, yeah. a bit of super rugby, even um, the UFC, uh, a lot of different types of things that uh, have been put on the back burner for a bit, but hopefully in the next month or so they might start start sort of uh, happening again. Uh, what do you miss the most as far as that type of thing? Well, I'm probably like you. I'm massively into the UFC. So, I mean, you know, I've been actually uh, searching um, on uh, YouTube, watching, you know, all sorts of fights from over the years. And, um, you know, I've been finding that kind of thing, you know, yeah. uh, when you've got so much to choose from, it almost could be current, you know. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily go back and watch a rerun of a, a major cricket uh, match on, on YouTube for that long. But, you know, when you've got all these um, you know, sort of great sports and things like that that you can um, engage in, yeah, I just think, you know, when you sit back and, you know, at that time, you might normally go and, you know, kick back and watch a bit of sport, do the same thing on your iPad or your, or your laptop, you know, have a beer and uh, just try and pretend that it's uh, it's all happening live. It's probably the, the only thing you can do. But, yeah, that's, that's sort of what I miss. Certainly miss it. Um, big, uh, I think it's five days away, a big pay-per-view in the UFC, the first one in about eight weeks. Um, so that's, I'm look, looking forward to that. UFC 249 is happening um, on pay-per-view yeah, okay. on Sunday. Yeah, right. So that's yeah. the first one for two months nearly. So that's going to be just probably don't have a crowd. Sorry? They they have a crowd. That's crowd. right. It'll be empty, pretty much an empty arena. Uh, and I think for those guys, given the fact yeah. that the uh, half of them run on adrenaline, you know, with such big crowds. And I think it's going to be like that for, until the rest of the well, until the end of June. I think um, mm. any sport is going to probably have be playing in an empty arena, whether it's the AFL yeah. or if they do get mm. going again, the NRL. I think it will be an empty arena. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, what NBA basketball? That was the other one that I was interested in following because that was the playoffs were about to start, and then they pretty much cut the season. Yeah on, on yeah. a delay until, um, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with that. We don't know. You just, you just don't know with some of these things. But uh, no. then they bring it. Do you, do you get a Netflix subscription at all? Have you been watching anything on Netflix? Yeah, I, but I mean, you know, I'm not a huge sit-down for 10 hours watching TV. I mean, I'm actually probably the worst at that stuff. I've tried to watch some of these amazing series occasionally and I'll get three or four episodes into it and then I'll go and get distracted and never come back or lose tra track of the story. So, um, you know, I've got friends that, you know, will sit down for 10, 12 hours at a time and watch an entire series in one go, but I'm not that person. I, I, I need to do things and, and keep yeah. busy. So I've probably watched about five or six of the, the good ones, but only three or four episodes or five episodes. And then, um, yeah, that's about it for me. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me too much. Have you seen any of Ozark? Have you seen any of that? Well, I did. I started watching that, but that was only because I was in hospital at the time. So, um, yeah, I got through the first um, series of that. Um, yeah. But I started getting into, yeah, a few more episodes, but I've, it's all dropped off. But I've heard it's, um, yeah, it gets better and better as it goes. Yeah, I think season three they're up to now, so. Is it? Yeah, yeah okay. Getting, yeah. Yeah, I think it might be, might be finished of season three, end of season three now, so. But that's a good yeah. series. I only started watching that a couple of weeks ago, the first season. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really good. Mm. Um, mm. That documentary, the everyone's been talking about it. Every person I talked to said, "Oh, what, what about this Last Stand documentary? You know, featuring the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan." Uh, it's had six okay. episodes now. Have you seen any of that or heard about that? No, I haven't. No, I haven't at all. I've not necessarily ever been in them, but basketball. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's um, uh, no, I haven't. So I'm sure those sort of things will be popular though. Mm, definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I'll just look forward to, I guess, interacting again um, uh, with everybody in the, in the Valley Chamber. It'd be interesting to see what the world looks like uh, and when we can sort of get yeah. back and going. Um, we yeah. hope it's obviously sooner rather than later, but um, it's, Absolutely. it's um, and it's, yeah, obviously thank you again for your support, uh, you know, with the, the podcast itself uh, being the first and, and 100th um, yep. episode featuring, uh, mm. you know, it's a great chamber and uh, it's, it's great to be associated with, with such great people when it comes to the chamber and as it's, you know, certainly one of the highlight, 
one of the highlights in you know in in all the all the good things that happen in my life. So it's it's certainly yep. good to, to interact with 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 uh, those people, and it's just a, a pleasure to to have you, um, I guess, on the podcast as well. Um, and especially Tim, like on behalf of the, the the Valley Chamber members and the board, we'd like to thank you for your enormous contribution. I mean, you do these things off your own back. Yep. And uh, I have to say, it's you know the you know the responses and the feedback that I get is uh, is great. So I mean, you know, it's a great initiative, and you know, we three thousand percent support it. No, it's been it's been great. It's been a great um, journey so far with this, and yeah, it's I've sort of set out the goal, pretty much achieved this one as far as the hundred episodes. I said at the start, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, we've had probably seventy different seventy different guests, sixty or seventy different guests on the podcast. Uh, yep. Some of them have been obviously affiliated with the, the chamber itself. Some just Brisbane-based people. There's mm. always been a connection to the Brisbane for pretty much any guest that's been on the podcast. So uh, yeah. that's that's been and maybe a bit of a business bent to a lot of it. So a bit about their business mm. story, a bit about their personal story. Uh, yeah. So we've learned so much about so many people over the last couple of years as a result of doing this, and that's part of what you get out of it. Um, some very interesting stories, some funny people, um, some good ideas, some some uh, you know events mm. that uh, that you know sort of take stock, and we'll, we'll continue to do these uh, from time to time, but probably not as regular. But um, certainly we'll do them when, yeah. when we see a guest that hasn't been on before, in, in particular that we feel that um, fits the mold and wants to tell yeah. their story for an hour or whatever it is um, yeah. as well. But yeah, the short, sharp, or send me an email about the meet the member stuff and we'll get some ideas of when we can start and who we can sort of interview yep. first and maybe yep. the, the questions as to what we might sort of ask and probe. Um, mm. to have it's sort of fairly structured rather than sort of yes. off the cuff, which a lot of these, well, not so much, though, not off the cuff, but a lot of these yeah, yeah. Sort of, um, podcasts get like that where it sort mm. of goes mm. whatever, whatever direction the conversation decides to take. Yeah, no, 100%. More than happy to do that. And I'm more than happy to uh, help you get it off the ground and, you know, and start to get to everyone being profile. Yeah, no worries. I guess anything final to say before we finish off on this, uh, I guess, historic episode of From the Valley yeah. Podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, look, I mean, ultimately, just I uh, hope everyone, um, as our members, um, stay safe, stay well, um, you know, try and work through the issues that we've all been, uh, I guess, handled. Um, and also I want to let people know that the Valley Chamber Board is still very accessible. So, you know, if anyone's got any concerns or just want someone to have a chat to, I certainly, you know, always happy to put myself out there to have a chat. And certainly our, our board has, you know, got a huge amount of uh, broad experience across lots of different uh, industry sectors. So, you know, if you just want to pick up the phone and just have a chat, give us a call. Um, you know, it might be just be a case of uh, sharing a bit of information or just having a comfortable uh, chat. So. Um, please don't think because the chamber is not operational from a events point of view that we are not available and because we are and uh, we want to make sure that our members you know continue to navigate and, uh, and hopefully uh, succeed through this difficult time so that's uh, yeah probably you know my words in closing or as I appreciate the kind words appreciate uh, that and I think uh, what we'll do is we'll get this um get this uh, uploaded today I should be able to get that or uploaded pretty soon um, to be able to share that amongst all the members to say that they can, I guess, hear what you, you know, hear, I guess, from you what you've been up to uh, and how things mm. have affected you and, and the Valley Chamber. So I think that's a lot of people, I'm not, yes. some, I'm not sure in the dark, but it's just a good mm. idea to, to get a bit of an update just from the horse's mouth in a way. Um, 
but yeah, and we'll share that around. This will also I'm putting this probably up on YouTube as well. So this is um, so we can be uh, yeah. there as well. Um, but yeah, and that's that's great. Thank you very much, uh, Murray. All the best, and uh, we'll see you again. Hopefully, chat again very soon, mate. With a beer. No worries. Thanks, Tim. You take care as well. See you, mate. See ya. Bye. Yeah. So that was episode one hundred, um, the feature part of the episode one hundred uh, with Murray Sutherland. There may be some more stuff to go on. That's the main thing. I'll go to start. It's a amazing. Thank you.